We're going. Let's go. Roll that intro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, roll it right there. What he says, he just roll it right there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Room 101. Boy, say what's up. Say what's, what's up. up. What's up, what's boys? Up? Um, oh, yeah. Before we get started, let's roll that intro. So, yeah, like I said, welcome back, boys. Boys. <laughs> Boys, Welcome back. Room 101. Man, it's a great day today. Great day to be alive. You already know. Y'all know the feels. Um, any updates, boys? Any updates before we get started? No. All right. <laughs> today are you, we have a are you good over there? <laughs> I, I just frustrated. Got something in my eye. I can't get it out, bro. It's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> Whoa. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. Today we have a special, special guest. She comes all the way from Kansas City. Kansas. Not Kansas City. Not Come Kansas on, City, but me. Kansas. Whoa. Kansas. I guess certain places in Kansas. Somewhere in Kansas. Somewhere in Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Wichita. We have our special guest here today, Morgan Housley. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Thank you Insert for allowing audience clap. <laughs> audience clap. Anyways, Morgan, introduce yourself. Go ahead. Where are you? Where are you from? Actually, like, are you from Kansas? <laughs> Am I? No, actually, it's 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 all just a big joke. Oh, is Kansas Dang. real? Is Kansas real? No, actually, it's not. It's Arkansas all is. Oh, explain Kansas. that. Ex- explain what? Why, why it's called why Arkansas? Kansas is spelled? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Don't get into that. We don't need that. Anyway. I could give you a little fun fact about that if you want. <laughs> go oh, for actually, it. yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, go for it. Okay, okay, okay. Go for it. So, so actually, it's really interesting because there's the Arkansas River, and it's Arkansas when it's in Kansas, but when it's not in Kansas, it's the Arkansas River. Crazy. So you pronounce it Arkansas when it's in Kansas, but it, when it's outside of Kansas, it's Arkansas because you pronounce the state Arkansas. Interesting. That's annoying. Yeah. It's like, what's that? That's the Arkansas. What's that over there? That's the Arkansas. Okay. <laughs> well, it just depends where you're at. No, that's your Kansas. That's your Kansas. So what's so special about Kansas? Um, well, I mean, I think the number one most special thing for me is it's just home. But, like, I've found a lot of, like, identity in Kansas because I don't live in Kansas anymore, too. I think it's, like... Strengthen like my pride in Kansas from not living in Kansas. Interesting. Yeah. So that is that why you throw a party for Kansas? Yes. Oh my Every gosh. January 29th is Kansas Day, and we actually in elementary school like we grew up like celebrating this holiday, Kansas's birthday, January 29th, and me and my roommates who are also from Kansas continue to throw parties for Kansas's birthday every year on that very one day. Wow, that's so. actually crazy. Yeah. Interesting. All your roommates are from Kansas? Three of us. Three out of the four of us are. There's one from Texas. Boo. <laughs> Boo. It's not Bro. Kansas. Boo. I'm kidding. No, we still love her. And she loves Kansas, too. Interesting. She came to Kansas with me last week. Did you always grow up in Kansas? Yeah. I was born in Topeka, Kansas, and then we moved to Wichita when I was, like, three. Topeka? And then Topeka. 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 Yeah. Is it a drink? <laughs> Is it a drink? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I'm actually from I'm not from Wichita. I'm from 
it's a suburb outside of three different Andover. parts of Kansas. So there's Topeka, there's Wichita, and then I'm from Andover, which is just a little Kansas like City. like. Wait. Andover City or Andover. Andover? Andover, like A N D O V E R. Like and Andover. one, but like and over and over and over, like that. Interesting. Yeah. Kansas, dude. <laughs> Great Kansas. place. Love it. Everyone Man. should visit. I think. It's Wait. Awesome. So why did you move to Utah? I moved here to Utah for school. Oh, what'd you study? I studied elementary education, and I just barely graduated. Holla! Woo! Congratulations. Congratulations! Class of twenty twenty. Three. Three. <laughs> the pause. I forgot the year for a second, Tony. Get off my back, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm joking. Just play, so that was a <laughs> four-year study, right? Uh, yeah-ish. I mean, I went to, yeah. I started in 2017 because that's when I graduated high school. And then I took a year and a half break in Brazil on a mission trip. Word. And then came back and I just barely finished. So, yeah. Nice. Wow. Exciting stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. But Phew. I haven't taken classes in like over a year because my last year of school was like being a real teacher. So. Oh, yeah. And what grade yeah. do you teach? I teach fifth grade. Ugh. The best grade. <laughs> I love grade. it. The best grade. <laughs> Did you choose fifth grade? I didn't get to choose. No, it was just assigned to me in my internship. But I love fifth grade. And I think it's a sweet spot. It's my fave. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I coach high schoolers, and that's my limit. And high schoolers are angsty. <laughs> yeah, they're angst. They got something going on. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. How'd you? How tell us the story from your perspective on how you met us, including first impressions. Okay. Um, well, I think I met. I think I met you, Jay, and you, Sam, first, right? I don't even remember meeting Poe. I know I met you. No, not that, not that I don't remember, but I remember meeting them first, and then you were just always around after that, right? That's actually, hold that's on, that's right? accurate. That's, that's accurate. accurate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's, that's accurate. That's hold on. Factual. That's literally yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, I actually, I actually don't really remember that much. I was, like, trying to think about it. And I, I like remember meeting you guys, but that interaction like after meeting you guys, I just like we, cause it was me and my roommates were there, right? And then like, and then like a couple other friends were there. Jacob was there, and we like, I just remember going home with my roommates, and we didn't even like talk about meeting you guys. We were just like, oh, we're awesome. We're cool. Anyone who interacts with us is lucky to be our friend. We Dude, were, we say we the same really thing. We're kind of iconic. We say yeah. the same thing. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. But yeah, I feel like maybe I was like a little intimidated by you guys. By, oh. Like at the be- like, don't look at me like that. Well, I'm just, I don't are we know. intimidating? What's intimidating? Not intimidating. Yeah. I don't What's know if intimidating, intimidating is oh. the right word, but it's just like, I don't know. I, I, I just remember being like, I don't know if, like, me and my roommates would vibe with these people, but we're really cool. <laughs> but you guys are cool, too. the tables have turned. <laughs> wow. We low-key said the same thing about everybody else in the FAG group. After That's so funny. Yeah. We're like, oh, oh, yeah, we left, and I was like, bro, I don't know if I want to go to this war. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, 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 no, yeah, I'm legit. Not, uh, not that it was not, that not bad, of, but it Not because of you. It was just because of. Like, it was new. It's, the, yeah. it's like, you know us now, like. We're we're 
goofy. And so I, we're beyond quirky. We, it takes a certain <laughs> type of person to really vibe with us, and I don't know. That's why we stick to each other because we don't. I don't know what I'm trying to say. We know our we know our vibe. We yeah. know our yeah. vibe. And yeah, it was weird. So that's how we met. Was F A G. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that makes sense. For those like, of you who don't know what that is. Family home evening. <laughs> <laughs> we just uh, yeah, it's just a group. We get together yeah. and do fun things together. I don't know where you were. Associated but we with went, our church. It was just meeting at a, a, a gazebo or whatever at a park. Yeah. Yeah, and there weren't very many of us there uh, either. It was, was like me and one? my roommates, and then you guys, and then. I just remember you were expressing your opinions about like parks and rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was that. No. Yeah, because I like parks and rec better than the office. That's what it was. Disgusting. Huh? The office, I respect. Parks and Rec. I like Parks and Rec. I like the way bloopers better. of Parks and Rec better than the show. The stuff that didn't make it to the show. Oh, that's come on. Interesting. That's cool, though. That's cool. Well, do you have any questions for us? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. We've known each other for like how long? What? A couple months? It's been since. Well, that was in September. Yeah, so a couple yeah. means two. Yeah, Sorry. so that was. Um, a li- it's a, a little more than two. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a couple, a couple. September, right? It was September, that's yeah. What you said. Yeah, we moved here at the end of August. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's that's a wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the first Sunday, I wasn't there the first Sunday. I don't think. I don't remember. But yeah, more than a couple. Crazy, and now we're friends. And now we're. And friends. now you're leaving us. And now I'm leaving. So maybe we should start to get in a little bit of that. Okay. So you you mentioned that you were a teacher, right? Yes. You teach fifth graders? I do. Do you plan on, uh, what inspired you to become a teacher? That's kind of a loaded question because it's, because, because there's a bit of a long answer, but I'm not going to get into like the whole long answer, but I'll just kind of go like Do the hard. short, long answer. Yeah. Give the us, short, long answer. give us as much as you want to give us. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, it, it's just long because I was very anti-teaching for a while. I like didn't want to be a teacher at all. And I like had this whole thing and it was this whole like complex of thinking I was better than other people I think is what it really got down to. That makes sense. Was like (laughs) 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 Yikes. No, but I just like like I it was kind of always in the back of my mind but I was like, oh that's like something that I would fall back onto like to be a teacher if like something else that like me being more successful doesn't pan out. Right? Mm. Which I I like I say that now and I kind of cringe because I think that's dumb but um but yeah so I like I really didn't want to be a teacher and then I just kind of realized I was actually in advertising before I was in elementary education and I realized that like that the reason that I wasn't in education was because of what other people thought about like about education and like the stigma behind teachers especially elementary teachers and I didn't want to like fulfill the stereotype and I didn't want to like be part of the stigma and so I just like didn't want to be a teacher Mm. but then I kind of like throughout this long process of probably like over a year like a year or two I like slowly got more self-confidence that I was like oh like it actually doesn't really matter that much what other people think about like what I want to do or it doesn't really matter that much like what other people think about my profession what matters is like what I think about it and Mm. like what 
it means to me and if like I really feel like it's what I'm supposed to be doing and so throughout this long process of kind of like figuring that out and like there were lots of different experiences with that but I realized that there's a lot of beauty that comes in like trying to take something really complicated and like hard to understand and simplifying it in a way that a fifth grader or an or like a first grader whatever can understand and it takes skill like it's not this like profession that it's just like oh like anyone could do it right which is kind of the way that I saw it before it's just like oh like why would I waste my potential which I sounds so stupid now but like why would I waste my potential to be an elementary school teacher when I could do so much bigger and better things but like I look at it now and and I like I truly believe that it's a calling not just a job and I think it's that way for a lot of teachers because like I don't know if you know but teachers don't get paid very much (laughs) teacher yeah like there's just kind of a lot of crap that teachers have to go through and so I think a lot of us agree that it's like it's it's a calling and like we're like in it to make a difference and like help influence young minds and kind of take this like complicated thing and and make it just take a lot of complicated concepts and like be able to under or help like kids understand it and I think it's really cool and then developing relationships with the kids along the way too obviously is yeah is is priceless so out of all that what's the most fulfilling thing like dealing with fifth graders because I mean I don't deal with fifth graders I coach high school yeah so I I don't touch fifth grade like Actually, I did a little bit this past year. You idiot. You're <laughs> an idiot. You're stupid. But, Tupel, you're an idiot too. <laughs> what? He hit me! He hit me! But, like, but for me, coaching, the most fulfilling part is I love developing the relationship with them. But the most fulfilling part is seeing them, like, take what you help them understand and and progress and actually do something with it. Mm. So for me, the most fulfilling part is, is watching them progress. But the selfish part of that is like, Oh, well they learned that through me. Yeah. So like for you, if you had to say, this is the number one thing that gives me fulfillment in teaching, what would that be? I feel like it's something very similar to what you just said, because it's like, like I call them little glimpses of heaven when like a student figure something out and they Mm. have this aha moment and it's like oh my gosh like I totally understand how this works now and like I can think of like specific instances where this has happened like specifically in math because it's a little bit harder to like measure in other subjects but it's like oh my gosh I get it and like when it clicks and they understand something or they like make a comment and it like and I can see that they're they like found something they like or they're passionate about Mm -hmm. that is what's fulfilling to me and so it's 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 kind of like yeah like the selfish part is like i help them get there but it's it's just it's it's cool to be a part of that magic Mm. interesting yeah teaching is like like helping the younger generation is i think it that that a line of work is like a calling i think and there's only specific really there's only specific individuals that like get it and that like usually make the largest impacts Mm -hmm. for example in high school i don't think we had like a million i don't think we vibed with all of our teachers you probably say the same thing oh yeah there's like but you could probably pick one or two where it's like they changed my life Mm -hmm. 
And so, like, those kind of people are, like, almost rare to find in the teaching world. If you're, like, there's probably a lot of teachers that give or, like, give a full effort and they're into it. But there's also some scumbags out there, you know what I mean, that, that just get a little bitter about it. But there's – so I feel like every teacher strives to be the one – that develops the relationship with the kids that wants to be remembered, not for selfish reasons, but because that's such an impactful thing that will benefit them for the rest of their lives. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, that's true. I feel like one teacher comes sorry, one teacher came to my mind straight up. It was a choir teacher. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Facts. it's I feel like it's her is why we kinda started this kind of like we love music and she kind of helped us with it. Yep. She helped us a lot with it. She's actually helping us this Sunday. Crazy. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, teachers, I go along with you, both of you. Teachers don't get enough credit as they should. And I respect that. I respect you becoming a teacher. Honestly, I, it's hard. It is. It is. Um, so, <coughs> Sam mentioned earlier that you said that you're leaving. What yes. is that? What is that about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're all comfortable. You just talked about how you're so comfortable <laughs> I found I found what I want to do, right? Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I figured it out. So one would think, oh, if you're doing it here, and like you have the kids that you have the relationship with and all this stuff, why are you leaving? Yeah. And so so give us the story. What what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So um, in like a month, I am moving to Virginia, 2,300 miles away from where we are now. Exactly. 2,300 2300 miles. Yeah, if you put it into, yeah, Google Maps, that's what it says. Put a lot of miles on my car this summer, but that's okay. But, um, yeah, and it's it's kind of interesting how it, like, kind of just all fell into place. But basically, I just – so I have this thing with public transportation. I love public transportation. And I one day was on a train going up to Salt Lake. And I was talking to my sister about how much I love public transportation. She's like, if you love it so much, you should move to a big city. And like like D.C. or Houston or San Francisco or something. And I was like, oh, haha. But when she said that, I was like, wait, I have a couple friends that live in Washington, D.C. and teach there. So I was like, that's interesting. Maybe I should ask that. Like, I had never thought about it before. Like, I, I had actually decided, like, a couple weeks before this happened that I was going to stay in Utah. Like, I was mm. kind of going back and forth on it. And especially, like, I even just read a journal entry of mine from January. And I was like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what what to do. Like, because I want, like... I want to do what's best. Like, I don't want to go too far out of my comfort zone, right? That I'm, like, lost and, like, I'm, like, a scared little puppy. But I also, like, don't want to be too comfortable, right? And so there was, like, kind of this trying to figure this out. And then in the midst of that, right, I start um, – or I, like, talk to my friend who was in D.C. And she told me, like, about her experiences with teaching. And I realized that, like, there were a couple things that I really wanted and – um, like out of a teaching experience and I just wasn't quite like getting that here and I also just like feel like I want like now that I've graduated college it's it's it kind of feels like I want something to like show myself and to show like to signify that like I'm moving on from college you know what I mean? 
Does that make sense? Like yeah. to like kind of s- cement like my professional life, right? Now that I'm like out out of college and like the big girl job, right? Yeah. And and it just kind of all fell into place that way. Like I talked to my friend and then um and I felt really good about it, prayed about it a lot and decided to go forward with like like the application while I was still applying for jobs here in Utah too and I just felt a lot better about the ones I was getting in the offers I was getting in Virginia so I took a job there and I felt really good about it I still feel really good about it but yeah so that was that's kind of how it all happened Hmm. so how uncomfortable is it for you to make such a shift you said you feel good yeah like, I feel good about the decision, but that doesn't mean that, like, it's a comfortable... Uh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. So how yep. do you... How, <laughs> so, so paint the picture one more time. You feel, you feel like it's the right decision. Yeah. But there's a level of discomfort. Yeah. What is your, let's, what is your discomfort? I mean, the discomfort is in, like, leaving like the life that I've like made here like created myself here these past like four or five years however I've however long I've lived here and leaving and then I mean like on a really like technical level like leaving the curriculum that I'm used to teaching because it's a different curriculum out there too like there's a lot of just and and also just like it's 2300 miles away you know what I mean like it's it's far it's not just like even like the next day over like and and it's and it's interesting because i felt really good about this about about the decision maybe like two weeks after like i was like oh my gosh i had this like existential crisis and i'm like what am i doing with my life like the newness kind of wore off and i was like did i just do this because i'm crazy like (laughs) what am i doing so yeah so like like i've kind of had to come to terms with it with it being like this crazy like thing but like i keep going back to like i know that i felt good about it and i have to like trust that feeling and like the conversations i had with god about it like i just have to trust that because like the closer it gets i get i'm like a little bit more nervous yeah no a lot bit more nervous (laughs) the closer it gets because then like yeah it feels more real and it's also like i'm in this limbo period now right that it's like i'm out of school but like i haven't moved yet and so i still have like a month that i'm like here but not working so there's a lot of time in the day for me to just worry about it (laughs) so you mentally prepared yourself from then to now about the fact that you're moving but now that you're in that state of limbo what are you doing or what do you plan on doing to mentally prepare for for the move or for the change? Um, there's a few things. I mean, like, so just like the nature of my personality, I'm like very, I'm very much an extrovert, right? So I'm like, and I process through things a lot, like through talking um, to other people and like especially talking with my roommates. So like I know that that's going to be really like that's going to be a really hard thing for me because I'm going to have like a lot of alone time when I move 
um, because there's just going to be, it's just going to be a different environment. Mm -hmm. And so I've like kind of done a few things specifically like with that of like trying, this might sound silly, but just like, like trying to get to know myself better. So I'm like more okay with myself so I can be alone with myself more, you know? And so, like, I've, like, I've taken myself on dates and, like, just, like, kind of tried to do these things that, like, that have, that will help me prepare to be the person that I rely on, like, how I rely on my roommates. And I'll still, like, rely on people, I'm sure of it, and, and like, mm-hmm. I can still call people and, like, I know my roommate that I'm going to be living with in Virginia, too, and, but, like, but, yeah, I've just... I feel like that's the biggest thing, just trying to be okay with myself. Okay. Wow. Being alone. So you've taken time to – that's interesting to think about. Be alone with yourself kind of Mm -hmm. and like develop some sort of self-reliance. Yeah. Because you are – you're a social butterfly. (laughs) Yeah, I am. You're you're full of energy. You thrive off of other people. Mm -hmm. This is just our – this is my perspective. Like – and you'll talk to everybody yeah. about anything like and that's cool and so i from my perspective when you were like yeah i'm moving out of here i was like what like <laughs> how i if i was so, if i had the same personality and i was like you i would be crying myself to sleep <laughs> and i don't think i'd be able to do that just bounce and move on that's crazy yeah i know it's gonna be hard too but yeah, I try not to second guess a decision because that's just bad. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Like, cause like for me, I grew up in the same sp- in the same space for like maybe seven eight years, so that was the image that I painted in my head. Yeah. And then we moved to Texas, and then I had to get used to a new crowd. And while I was there making friends in that one school, in the middle of the school year, we moved again, had to get used to a new crowd, and then the moves just kept happening to the point. Where even when we moved back uh, to to Utah, I was at the point where I didn't want to like make close connections because yeah. who knew if down the road I was gonna end up moving again. And sure enough, I did move in like four times in the four years uh, I was in high school. But it was for the friends that I made there that I didn't want to make. I was like, okay, I'll give it another year. Then I met Sam, and I was like, okay, I'll give it another year. Then I met these two. And then yeah. before you knew, I, I got stuck in that school, even though I, we had to drive 40 minutes to get to the school. But then it, it was to the point where, like, I was like, I, I don't want to, like, have to leave these people. So I've mostly been, like, closed off, minus, like, these guys. Uh-huh. But then part of the reason moving down here, like, despite, like, just making music, doing the podcast and stuff, it was also to, like, help me be more extroverted. You know, because yeah. I, I spent way too much time with myself to the point where I hate I hated myself. So now I'm here to to open up and try to attach to people. Yeah. Well, for you is the complete opposite of, of, re- of well, not the complete opposite, but the o- opposite reason for me. So that so it's it's kind of crazy that with all that now applying with what you did going to D.C., um, 
you you want to still be able to love and appreciate yourself while you're there mm-hmm. right? but as well as like adapting to new environments right so with that what else do you plan to get out like obviously you're going there for for uh teaching mm-hmm. but what else do you plan to to do while you're there well i think there's a lot of value in just like learning from people who think differently than you and, and I, th- I, th- I think this was a big thing that like drew me or like w- made me want to go out there too was like like i mean growing up in kansas like there were lots of people that thought thought like a lot like how i did but there was also kind of some kind of some differences Mm. and then like when i was in brazil there were like lots of differences right because you have like cultural differences and, and such and and i just think there's so much value in like learning from people who have different backgrounds and different experiences and i think part of that too is like learning in a different location like because i like grew up in the midwest right and then i came out here kind of more further west for school but i'm like ready for like learn like to learn more you know and and i like maybe it's a teacher in me but it's like really important to me that i'm a lifelong learner and i and i think for me at least in my learning style i think i learn best through experiences and like so that was probably the biggest thing that like pulled me to want to go out there was like to have these new experiences with people who think differently than me like Mm. in work and just like walking on the street and like you know what i mean just yeah i don't know if that answered your question but totally it'll it'll make sense more because that's more of a uh i guess more of like a open city compared to to here yeah and then obviously there's a lot more like different mindset of those people compared to over uh here and just like diversity in general a lot Mm -hmm. more religious diversity there and just yeah i think that's such a cool thing i always i adopted this philosophy from our drama teacher actually um about surrounding yourself with people that are smarter than you like if i am in the room in a room with people that are smarter than me that's an easy way to say people that are different or people that yeah. know more about a specific subject. If I'm in a room full of people who know more about producing music, that's where I want to be because yeah. you learn from that. And so that's the importance of going out there and doing something. I think that's probably the biggest thing you're going to get is it's going to be weird, different, whatever, but I think you're going to benefit from it because you'll be around, you know, people that are masters at their craft. You're going to yeah. be around people that like you just said are just so different to the point where like like that opens up your mind and your your learning is enhanced and you're also i think will become more understanding of people and their circumstances and their beliefs and everything because we're products of our environment yeah that's so sick yeah uh i noticed that you mentioned some of the like discomforts like earlier but like do you have or like did like did you or or do you have any fears about like still have fears about moving like yeah yeah i mean like specifically let me see if i can think of how to word it specifically of like i mean kind of like how i 
mentioned I'm really nervous to like be away from my support system and it was really hard for me like moving from Kansas here to like lose my support system of home and I don't think I don't think it'll be as big of a change I don't know who knows maybe it will be but like it was really hard for me moving from like Kansas is like a thousand miles away right like moving a thousand miles away from home and like being like I came here to college all alone like I didn't have like I didn't know my freshman year roommate like I didn't know like anyone right and it was scary and so hard I cried like every day <laughs> but um and so I think like that definitely scares me but I also think that like looking at that experience and then thinking about this experience that's gonna happen like in a month or two I like feel more confident in myself and like and so it's still a scary thing because it is definitely like outside my comfort zone but it's like because I have more self-confidence it's like easier not not easier but like I feel more confident in it I feel better about like doing it and not crying every day <laughs> you know what I mean yeah I feel like <clears throat> honestly Props to you, because honestly, I, I could never just move up and move out like across the country from Utah <laughs> to D.C. That's crazy. Um, but I understand. I feel like one of the big, a big fear, I feel like, would be like the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't yeah. know. Um, right now, I feel like we're all making adjustments. We, we said in the first episode, we, we're all making adjustments in our lives, and it's been crazy. Honestly, for me personally, I've been freaking myself out. I've been scared. But... I, um, as I've been balancing out my own life, I've seen more miracles happen and I've been at peace and I've seen more joy. It's, yeah. it's been crazy. But I, f- I truly do believe that God has a plan for each and every one of us. And I feel like as we put him first, everything just falls into place. Um, sorry, I swear I had a question. My mind just went blank. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I heard Washington is very beautiful. DC, Washington DC is very beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you keep you said DC first. Now you're saying Virginia. I'm really confused. Yeah. So Virginia, like I'm living in, like I'll be living in Virginia. Virginia is right outside. Like where I'm living in Virginia is right outside DC. Like I'm gonna live in Arlington. So like. But you're working in DC. No. So I'm working in. Falls Church is what it's called. It's like in Fairfax, Virginia. Okay. So I'll be like living and working in Virginia, but like. You'll bounce over to DC really often. Yeah. Like, like it's like a, like a 15 minute train ride to the the Lincoln Memorial. So yeah, I I can go hang out with Abe all the time. Do you remember your question? (laughs) No. Okay. Have you been to DC before? I have. Yeah. Twice. So I went when I was in sixth grade and then just like a couple years ago. (coughs) I went. Yeah, I I I want to touch on your your social life for a second, okay, and how that's influenced this decision and what's happening because yeah, you're really close to some people, mm-hmm. namely somebody in our live audience who may or may not be conscious right now. There you go. <laughs> so you're really close to certain people. Yeah, you have, you have a lot of friends. You're a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. How have those relationships played a role in this decision? Because and let, let me give you I guess more context we have friends we have good friends sometimes we have bad friends sometimes we have acquaintances yeah but no matter who you are in someone's life you are you're influenced by what other people say Mm -hmm. 
no matter, it doesn't matter what you say. No matter how much you say, I don't care what somebody says affects you in some to some degree, right? Absolutely. So agree. how have your close relationships helped you prepare for this or helped you be, come to terms with it being okay? And have there been any that have hindered this decision that have been not giving you not positive reinforcement, but maybe telling you, hey, this may not be a great idea? Yeah, no, that's interesting. I think, honestly, like, I've thought a lot about, like, friendship in general and and like over the past like maybe two or three years like I've thought a lot about um what it means what it means to be a friend and like also just I realized that I had this really hard thing like it was really hard for me to let go of friendships Mm. and like because I'm so social I like want to be best friends with everyone and that's like literally not possible right yeah and so I feel like like I've kind of come to terms or I'm starting to come to terms with it still that like that people come into our life for a reason um but it's also like not the end of the world like if you don't see that person all the time you know what I mean like if if you like get to know someone really well for a month and then like you never see them again they can still make an impact in your life and you can still like have had an impact in their life Mm. and that friendship can still be there. Like just because you're not talking every day doesn't mean you're not friends, you know? And, and I think like it's, it's, it's kind of hard when like things change in friendships and people change. Right. And, and just like, yeah, I mean, this is a big change, right. That I'm moving like 2,300 miles away. But I think what gives me comfort is just like knowing and trusting that like, that we all have our own paths and they all like cross, but they don't all have to overlap. You know what I mean? Like they're not all together all the time. Like they cross and then maybe they'll cross again and like maybe they won't, but like it's still valuable. Every connection we have with another human being is valuable. Like no matter how long or short that is. Facts. That's facts. Super facts. I love that. that <laughs> quote that. Put that on a t-shirt. Put that on it. I bring that up because... <laughs> it's going to be two seconds. <laughs> I bring that up because I think oftentimes, for example, people who... What? Nothing. Oh. Every time I talk, they're always doing something. It distracts me. <laughs> That's what she said. That's us no, going no, no. off. We never said that. Out loud. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But <laughs> I, for example, we all have we all have moms that we're close with, right? And sometimes they want Tupo, not Tupo. Josh, stop laughing. I wasn't laughing. Anyways, we all have moms. We, okay, what? so we all have, we all have like moms, for example. Yeah. Who, Sorry, Tony. Some of them are very vocal. I still have my mom. <laughs> but the face you made. Oh, oh my so gosh, Josh. Sorry, sorry we're, cutting just, we're cutting Sam's off so much. Sorry, this is actually how. <laughs> Shoot me and call me goodness. Sorry, bro. All right. Take it away, Sam. Are we good? Right. Yeah. We should we be. The offending Tonu. <laughs> Don't listen. It's good. Just continue. Don't listen to him. I can't believe you said it. Sorry, Morgan. That's okay. Um, we have, like for our moms, for example... They're very vocal about decisions we make. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or friends. We have friends that are very vocal and 
lot of times they're like, because they don't think that's a good idea, they'll try to influence you not to make that decision. Yeah. Have you had anybody like that? Interesting enough, I don't think so. Like, and hmm. maybe there have been people that have that have kind of like been that way, but like not close enough to me that it would really matter that much to me. You know what I mean? Like the people, like I remember when I, because I was talking with my sister, right? And she was the one that like, maybe you should move to like a big city. And so I talked to her a little bit about it. And like, she was really supportive and good about the decision. I was really worried to talk to my dad about it. I like kind of put it off for like a little while (laughs) because I didn't think he would be super excited about it. Um, But surprisingly, I like told him and he was like, oh, that sounds like perfect for you. Like that honestly, and he like dropped some wisdom on me and it was like, it was a wonderful conversation, right? Of just like, like he kind of said a similar thing of like, it'll be a good opportunity to feel like like you're not in college anymore because because you're not in college and like and that's what I was worried about as like I was worried that if I stayed and I don't think this would always be the case but I was worried that if I stayed here like where I am now but like have a big girl job that I would be stagnant and not grow as much and and I think like you certainly don't have to make a 2300 mile move in order to grow right like in order to progress and that was kind of like what i was going back and forth on in january in this journal entry that i like read recently that i was like i don't want to do this just because just because i'm like oh i need to grow let me like do something so uncomfortable that it will force me to grow like that's not always very healthy right and so so yeah it's crazy. What do you? Does anyone, are you guys gonna ask a question? Do you remember what you? Were do you remember your question? Yeah. Do you remember your question? I was about to ask. Do you, do you know any like? You said you went to Washington before. Washington yeah. D.C. Uh-huh. Any good food out there? Oh, bet. I literally want to. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm hungry right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm be completely honest. I'm I'm like, too. I'm like hungry. Yeah. My I'm stomach's hungry. like growling. I'm like, please, please, no one heard that. <laughs> no one did. So, no, but. the food. Yeah. I mean, like I. I'm 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 trying to remember the food that I had. I think it was Thai food that was really good that oh, I thai had food out there. There was some good Thai food. I love Thai food. Um, and there was like a really good cookie place, like this bakery, Levain Bakery, I think is what it was called. Ooh. So good. I'm a sucker for cookies. And I remember going to a like burger chain place. Ooh. And not being all that impressed. But I'm pretty picky when it comes to burgers. So mm, that's true. Wait, wait. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> oh yeah. Don't oh, pause. Oh, 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 oh. I know oh. you're just very oh, picky. Oh, you're very very picky. If I'm picky it's not in and out, I won't eat it. That's not. I think in and out is really good, and I'm, I'm, but I'm picky about burgers. I don't eat any burger. Okay. Like I'm not super into like McDonald's or Wendy's or whatever. Like especially like fast food chains. I eat. Well, I mean, like I'm not that picky, right? But like I really like in and out and. Freddy's. Okay, Freddy's. Respect. Okay, I'll give you that. Do you know where it was founded, Freddy's? Yes. (laughs) Big guess, guys. Big guess. I don't like Freddy's anymore. I don't know. (laughs) Wichita, Kansas. Oh, God. Wichita, So that's a biased opinion. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my gosh. Wichita, Kansas. What what do you... 
looking forward to the most? What is like, cause you're to, to put in a light in the theme of the podcast, right? Where yeah. this episode is, is you, you're explaining the process of stepping outside your comfort zone uh-huh. and, and becoming comfortable with the uncomfortable. Yeah. So through all the discomfort and everything you shared, what's the number one thing you look forward to the most? And if it's food, that's cool. But like, what are you most excited for? Yeah, I think, I, I, I think I'm just really excited to like have my own experience. Like I don't, and I, I don't really know how to put this into words, but I'm just like, I'm excited because like this is like my thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and I don't want to sound like vain or whatever. Like, like I know like that this decision, like I'm, made like with God and other people helped me make the decision too but it's just like it's it's this thing of like this is like me moving to Virginia because I chose it and Mm. like I kind of had an element of that when I moved out here but it was just kind of like I like always knew I was going to come out to Utah like I always knew that I wanted to attend the school that I that I went to and like that was just kind of always the plan and and I have family out here too up in up in Ogden just like an hour away so um so I think I'm just most excited to like have like like to do this for me you know what I mean like to have this experience that's like mine and I know it's going to be really hard but it's like I chose to go out there and do this and it's like that's empowering yeah it is yeah and I'm also excited for people to come visit me and for me to be able to like be like this is my decision like this is my place that I chose to live and like look, look at awesome what I've built. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so sick. Honestly, I feel like we can relate. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're doing now actually. That's what yeah. we're doing. Granted, it's, we didn't move across country. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't move across the country, but we, we did. moved across for the 30 valley. minutes. The <laughs> valley. The valley. <laughs> the valley. <laughs> across the valley. It was crazy. Like, honestly, we were, us moving out here, it's, I mean, can't honestly fully relate, but we're trying to, we're building something. Yeah. We're building last note. We're building a lot. It's crazy. But we're doing it, boys. We're doing it. We're all, all five of us in this room, in this episode, are yeah. doing it. All right, Morgan. So you, throughout this whole podcast, you gave a lot of great advice. You shared your own experience about being comfortable and the right uncomfortable. And what other, well, before we cl- we were wrapping it up, what last advice, since we're last note, what's the last advice you would give to someone that's kind of going through the uncomfortable? There's weight to that yeah. question because I think there's people, maybe us, who are terrified of stepping outside <laughs> their comfort zone. That's, that's probably why most people don't do what they want to do. Yeah. Because they're... Because it's scary. Fear runs their it's life. Fear. They yeah. don't want to step outside their bubble that they created. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what? what's your advice? What would you say to those people? Um, I think... Hmm. I think there's a lot of value in discomfort because that's where growth comes in a lot. And I think there's also, like, there's a lot of, like... I feel like it's kind of this range of like, cause I think, I think sometimes we think of this like comfort zone, like, oh, you need to step out of your comfort zone as, as like, oh, I need to like do these crazy things in order to progress. And I don't think that's true. Like, 
I think you can do things like within your growth zone, which is just like a little bit outside of your comfort zone that allows you to progress and to like reach your full potential and to be who you're meant to be. And I think that is where where we need to work, right? The, the, like in this growth zone. So it's not like total discomfort, which is like kind of like further outside of the comfort zone, right? It's not total discomfort, but it's growth. And so it's like just enough discomfort to know that like you will grow and progress and have to rely on other people, have to rely on God in order to get through whatever you're getting through. And I think there are different ways that you can facilitate that in your own life without like making these, like making a huge change like moving but you can make small changes that push you a little bit outside of your comfort zone but still within that growth zone to be able to learn and progress i love that thank you yeah was any other words no that's an amen for me (laughs) amen Amen. hallelujah all right boys before we finish it up we like to do this with a lot of our guests we like to go into one of our favorite segments. Segment what? Uh, y'all already know what it is. It's Would You Rather? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Would you Featuring Morgan. Morgan. Yo, yeah. Featuring Morgan. Welcome to your she first. She didn't cheer at all. Woo. No, I said a woo. There was a woo for me. Oh, cool. Yeah, awesome. But let's go. Anyways, we have. Oh, there's a little cup and everything. Would you rather questions? Dang, that sticky note went through hell. Oh, it definitely <laughs> did. It definitely did. What'd you do to it? Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> um, so, Morgan, would you like to do the honors and pick one of the would you oh, rather questions? Oh, I get to questions? pick one? Yes. Oh, yeah, don't trip over everything. Yeah, there you go. Of course. Pick one, not two. People like to pick three sometimes, but it's okay. I just get one. Okay. Who are you looking at, me or him? I don't know. I don't know. Who to, I, just, that, I was looking at the door rug. <laughs> All okay. Right, go ahead. Would you rather have one million loyal friends or one million dollars? Would you have one million loyal friends or one million dollars? Yeah. What's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> Throw it back at you. If you need to think, you could think. I don't know. Look, I think it's hard. Friends it's or loyal like, friends? Loyal, so, so, one, so, so it's one million loyal friends. You have to loop or on one million dollars, right? Yes. Okay, so, yeah. So the necessity for. <laughs> A million loyal friends is absurd. That you don't need that. Yeah, you don't need that many loyal friends. I have, like, you I can need have a million like, dollars? I can have four loyal friends and a million dollars. Look, see, exactly. And Phil fulfilled. Exactly, I was about to say. I got three loyal friends right here. That's all I need. Yeah. A million dollars doesn't, doesn't really come out Cause of it. Because it's, yeah, like a million loyal friends, like what are you going to do with all those friends? Because I, I feel like it's, like it's almost like... Go ahead, go ahead. Like, like it's almost overwhelming because if you have a million loyal friends and it feels like you have to split yourself into a million pieces mm-hmm. to be loyal back to all those friends. Ooh. So I would say Whoa, okay. the million dollars. Like, you know, like, I mean, figuratively, obviously, like, that, like, because I feel like you divide your attention between the people that you're closest to, right? So, like, if, yeah. I'm, if, if I am closest to a million people, then I'm going to feel like I have to keep a million relationships up. And it kind of goes back to, like, what I was talking about like about friendships i don't want to i don't want to have to keep up a million friendships mm. 
Yeah, that'd be rough. That's a lot of keeping up. up. Yeah, you'd have to contribute to a million different relationships. Yeah, so I'd much rather just take a million dollars. Like, forget Ah. the job. (laughs) (laughs) Man, she showed me down. I was like, gonna say something real good, but I guess not. (laughs) You can say it anyways. (laughs) You could say it anyways. I was thinking about it. Like, if you had a million friends, I mean, obviously, well, you explained it. I'm not gonna lie. I don't want my, I don't like my answer anymore. But um, you said like a million friends. I for me, I would say a million friends because ask each friend to give you a dollar, million dollars, give two dollars, two dollars. But, 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 like you said, that's true. That's true. You have to keep up with each relationship. I'm not going to lie. He's thinking of the quantity. Here's, 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 here's the thing, too. He's thinking about actually, the money. I actually have, actually have something to add to that. Because yeah, ev- ev- everyone always say it, everyone always says it's not what you know, it's, it's who, who you know. know. See, that's I was true. gonna say so, that too. I was gonna say that too. Like, so if you have a million friends, like maybe it is like worth more than a million dollars. No, most definitely. It's like, what if you go like you know, not across the country, but like you know, around the world, and you see how you still have friends over there. Like you cook you up with like food, places. Yeah, you like where? Oh my exactly. gosh! Yeah, you free feel housing. Me? You feel me? You travel anywhere in the world. That's what true. Million but friends, look, but, but like look. it's gonna be draining. So, yeah, okay, so that's yeah. that. But let's go deeper, right? A million dollars could be reinvested, right? Mm-hmm. So think about this. Reinvested to create generational wealth for your future family. Loyal oh. friends will not always be on this earth. That's true. Gosh dang it. But money will always be around on this earth. But it depends on, like, what... I don't know, because it's like there are... F- like, what are the stipulations with these friends? Like, what ages are they? What, like, like all, all of these different things? Because, like, I have, like, really close family friends that I'm, like, I don't know. That, like, like financially they're doing all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's, like, like I don't know. But, but like, back to what you said, help. though. You could, and you could what I like to call mooch off of people, right? Right, yeah. Right, but I'm a professional moocher, actually. But <laughs> when it's, it's all said and done, what have you built? A whole bunch of relationships. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Which is valuable. It's valuable. But what did what have you done as an individual if you're if you're relying on all those friends all the time? Just something to think about. It's possible. No, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's true that's, though. That's you can use you could, for lack of better terms, use your loyal friends to get all these benefits and all these amazing things, and maybe make a million dollars with one of them. Yeah. You could. So I can see the benefit of it. But man, we struggle. Like we struggle to maintain five friends. But this like one million dollars, like you didn't earn it. Like it just like popped up. I know, but it, but it's also. It, but it gives you the necessary funding and necessary like oh, financial to cushion thing, to, to build thing. something. That's fair. Okay. Dang. So, but, but I think you can build with other people. You can't. And I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let other people help you I think having a million dollars gives less people to worry about. Can you imagine memorizing like all that million names? Yeah, dude. You'd be like Aaron number three, four, and seven. (laughs) Yeah, because then you have a million loyal friends. Zachary. There's repeat names. You already know those repeat names. Zach one, Zach two, Zach three, Zach four, Jacob. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me there is 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 just yeah, friendships aren't aren't one sided, right? Mm -hmm. That's true. It's like totally two sided, and so like. A million, that's a lot to keep up with. You'd be spending your time 
trying to maintain relationships other than pursuing other things in life. Yeah. So, so maybe it I'm would taking be worth the money. It. So final final answers, everybody. Money. I'm taking the money. 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 Give me the money. Money. Probably money. Yeah. Money. It's crazy. Cool <laughs> Dang. All right. I don't need loyal friends. Wait, are you taking the money? Is that what you said? No, he's what avoiding the question. He always, yeah, is. I, he always avoids the question. This is my segment. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't give a care. It's our podcast. It's democracy rules. Yeah, I don't give a care. <laughs> I don't give a care. It's a good, good, good catch. So, one more would you rather question or what's your answer? Yeah, you, you guys say your answer. Dude. I'm torn between two because you guys, you, all of you. Just make, say money and we can move on. All right, money. All right, all right, all right bet. There you go. <laughs> Do you want you to out here more? not uh, wanting to make a decision, peer bro? Peer pressure. It's fine. <laughs> it's pronounced peer pressure. We can sit pressure. here and wait. No, no, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, the podcast needs to go. Peer pressure. All right, one more. Would you rather question? Who wants to do the honors? Grab another one. Okay. Just, oh. have her, just have her pick another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pick another one. Oh, wow. 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 Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Would you rather have telekinesis or telepathy? Huh? So that's like move things, like move <laughs> things with your mind, mind or read other or people's, read mind. other people's oh. minds. Definitely move things with my mind. I don't yeah. want to know what other people are thinking. Yeah, same. I can do so many pranks with that. I can with, move with myself. Telekinesis. <laughs> yeah, so that's basically the force, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So. I'd rather read people's minds. It's too much of a I burden, can. I think, yeah. to read people's minds. I don't want to, like, because yeah, you can't you turn can it off. switch it on and off. Can you? Can you? Is it in the if instructions? It's a, if it's a pow- okay, so then if that's the case, are you, you just randomly it- moving <laughs> stuff? <laughs> imagine, imagine okay, like, you're just right. sitting there, like, everything's fine. You're like, yeah, wait, you're wait, like wait, well, wait, I can't wait. do anything. And then you end up dropping a building on, like, a million people. <laughs> think about it. All right, Val. Okay, I mean, like, I think you can turn it on and off. I still stick with television. I just feel like, wouldn't it feel like... I don't, this is like a moral dilemma for me because it's like if I can read their mind but they can't read my mind, that doesn't feel fair. No. Life ain't fair, Morgan. That's fair. Like because the communication can't be perfect. Like So, so yeah, what would be your purpose of reading other people's minds? That's the question. To, to be able answer. to understand other people, probably. Okay, so understand other people. So then, is that invasion of privacy? I'd say so. Ooh, obviously. Yeah, most yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Absolutely. Oh, most definitely. Especially if you have control to turn it on and off. That's absolutely. But that's, that's take morals out of the equation, right? You can manipulate people to the point where you get whatever you want, whenever you want, however you want. If you're, yeah. That's, that's I just, crazy. As you can see, for those of you who it are listening, so <laughs> Sam loves to manipulate. <laughs> can you like pickpocket without pickpocketing? Yeah, yeah, you could. You could. So, <laughs> if morals are in play, I'm gonna pick the the moving stuff. But if morals are not in play, oh, I'm breathing bombs. <laughs> you can't thing. just take morals. morals out of the equation. You, well, okay. So heartless people can. I yeah. I mean, okay. But so look. But look at this. Reading people's minds. Yes, you might find information that you shouldn't probably shouldn't know, or whatever the case may be. But However, what what. What parts of the brain can you read? I don't know. Well, and and, and the thing <laughs> is, like, wow, you're what hungry. If, well, wow, you're hungry too. <laughs> what if also like you're uh, like in the police force, right? You can read their minds, so you know exactly if they did it or not. That could solve a lot of like crime, right? It could, yeah. And so in that way, it could be helpful and useful, right? Because like that's like a time when when it's like considered morally okay to invade other people's privacy, right? I would say with crime that, like, it's 
like i don't know you know that makes sense so it could be used for good yeah but also it's like what type of thoughts are you reading you know what i mean can you choose can you go into someone's like subconscious and choose what you want to read almost like you're scrolling in a computer and all these folders and files and picking whatever you want or are you just reading what's what's just just like currently there yeah so that's the question too you lose your mind after that you're like well that's a lot because if I can, if I can filter, if, if I can filter what parts of the mind I can read, I might choose that. Because then I could make sure I don't overstep and invade someone's privacy in a specific way. But I can understand. Oh, simple dumb things like oh they're hungry. I'll be like oh you want to get some food? They'd be like yeah, but all right, but it's like you read my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah, I it's like you read my mind. It's like yeah. oh really? Turn off, turn off, turn off. <laughs> and what then you that? could then help people solve crime. You could be like. Yeah. I have like I think you're you're feeling this way like you're thinking this so let, let's talk about it you know imagine to get on a on a really deep note sorry 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 but like people oh, who are willing to you know hurt themselves because they don't feel good mentally imagine how many lives you could save that's true yeah because because it's because it's really hard to tell yeah people can hide it really well but, but then you, you cross can... the line of are you taking away people's agency that's true their ability to so choose. Their ability to choose, yeah. Hmm. Nah, so, you know how, sorry, this is like dark, but you know how when people die, your, the brain stays on for a little bit? Or, yeah. wh- you know how crazy that would be to read their mind before they, like, Like their know? literal last thought. Yeah, you know how crazy that would be? That would be terrifying. I would be terrified. Yeah, that definitely would. I might I manipulate things with my hands. Yeah. Mind. Sorry, mind. not my hands. My mind. Sorry, I'm thinking of the force. I'm thinking of the force or something. <laughs> so, what did y'all choose? Final. I just I said, said. I literally just said. Don't point at me. Mind. I already said it. I what you say? Everyone said it. What did you um, say? Move things with my hands. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Tyler? Mind. Mind. Wait. Read mind. They're both mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, so is it telekinesis or telepathy? Oh, you found the loophole. <laughs> I don't know the difference. We so explain. you can move it with your hand. You well, can move it with your mind. Or you can read the mind. Telekinesis, telekinesis the mind is, is like it's moving mind thing, things you with move your objects. mind. Oh, well then telekinesis. Okay. All right, bet. What'd you choose? I choose telekinesis because it's way too much of a burden to have telepathy. That's facts. Dang. It's like trying to maintain a million relationships. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just taking the easy route on all these. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Understood. 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 Well, uh, least amount of emotional damage. <laughs> Sorry. You can rob a bank. You can rob a bank. You can rip the door off. Dude, imagine like all the cops come. like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It could be bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still choosing it. <laughs> Crazy. Well, that wraps it up for us. Uh, for all you listeners, thank you so much for listening. Morgan, thank you so much for being here as our guest. Thank you so much. Final words, anything to the anyone who's listening? A- any plugins you want to put? Anything you want to Plug-in. say? Quotas. Oh. I I don't really think so. I think maybe just um, maybe just yeah, just uh, realize the impact that teachers can have on your own life, and maybe think about like a teacher that that. And teachers come in all forms, right? But, like, a teacher that has made an impact on you and why. That's it. Hmm. I like it. Something to sit with. Chew on. (laughs) Thank you. Well, boys, y'all know what time it is. 
It is 10 o'clock. Dang, wow. it's 10 o'clock. We did it, boys. Exactly? We did it. Wow. No, wow. not exactly. We did it, man. Yeah. Josh, do it. All right. Sam, <clears throat> please drop that needle for me. Yeah. Yeah. Focus right. You know, I gotta get it right every night. Eat some fries with a shake. My mistake, what the what? <laughs> what? I know we ain't going in and out right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm hungry. I yeah. am too. I'm hungry. Let's okay, go. let's wrap this up. All right, wrap this right, up. Sam, drop the beat, please. So Tubo can go eat. Dude, dude, let's go get let's go, let's go get some to eat. Let's go. Okay. Y'all hungry? Y'all hungry? Medium. Yeah. I'm I'm medium. Medium. Right. Right. All right. I'm medium. Boys, see you later, guys. Love you later. <laughs> Tupo, I mean, Tonu, can you get it? Tonu. Keep the mind on and peace <laughs> off. <laughs> was it right? No. Oh. No, that was dog water. All right, go ahead, Sash. What do you say? <laughs> keep that peace of mind. And keep, keep on. All right. Yeah. All right, then, y'all. Love y'all. Deuces. See y'all next week. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done.